0: Welcome to the Naked Truth.
1: Uncut. Okay. With yours
0: truly, Miss Mom.
1: And it's your boy, King Leo.
0: Here
2: is where we will share our experiences with life, heartache,
0: pain, suffering, sorrow, defeat, and loss. Not only will we expose our darkness, but we will introduce to you the light through our faith and the God that overrules us all. So, cause I've been seeking and running, looking for you. It's your light and the doctor seeing me through. Said I've been seeking and running, looking for you. It's your light and the doctor seeing me through. I need a savior. I need savior. I what should I do?
1: Yo, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, King Leo. We're back with another episode of The Naked Truth Uncut. Miss Moe, how are you doing tonight?
2: I am great, and I thank you for asking. What about you?
1: I am awesome. Amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, today we would talk about, um, I remember, I don't know if they did this, like, um, when y'all were kids, but I remember, I feel like they did. It's like a generational thing, I think, but like... Um, they would ask us as kids where do you see yourself you know as in in five years or 10 years or 15 20 years or whatever the time left may be
2: i wasn't asked that as a child the uh, only thing i was asked in the first grade was what did i want to be when i grow up
1: well that's kind of the same thing they just it's just different i guess because what i'm thinking about is a is a five-year plan or Mm -hmm. 10 year plan or something like that but they do they ask us like what do you want to be when you grow up or then they ask you know about these plans Mm -hmm. or whatever like that and what i find so interesting in life is i think that's our first initial um like way of being taught to i guess try to plan our life out
0: Mm -hmm. i would
1: say um and to think about where we want to be in life and where we see ourselves you know what i mean to try to create a vision you know for our lives because the bible talks about it it says without a vision the people perish and without a people the vision perish and so it's so important to Mm -hmm. have a vision you know for yourself and 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 to see yourself you know doing you know great things because a lot of people you know they they don't they lack vision they lack purpose they lack uh uh you know um basically a sense of knowing who they are and what they have to offer mm-hmm. you know in this world so i guess that's a way to try to trigger to see you know what i mean what interests you as a person and mm-hmm. where you want to be you know in your life and i think i could i would never forget the time you said uh, that uh one time I, said, I guess we were in jersey and you said i, I said i wanted to be a security guard <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah because i asked you and rakia what did y'all want to be we was in the park a lot coming from shopping for school and you was like i just want to be a security guard And i said no you're not you're gonna be more than a security yeah. guard because you're bigger than that
1: yeah and that it, it's something because and the reason why i love this topic is because as, as kids as kids it's so crazy to, to think how our minds work you know like mm-hmm. we look at the things we you know there's no job that's that's beyond anybody you know Mm -hmm. what I mean whatever you do do it love it you know to the fullness that thereof or whatever like that but like it's so crazy to think that as a child how your mindset is like I want to be a car you know what I mean it's it's just funny to think like as kids just what how we think and how we use our minds and, and and where our vision is for our lives but I say all that to say like there's a there's a there's our vision and then there's God's vision and when life begins to happen, it's basically us, um, I feel, in a battle with trying to make our or see our vision come to fruition, you know, while trying not, I guess, in a way, to fully allow the vision that God has for us to come to fruition because we're trying to, kind, like, kind of stay in control of our lives,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know what I mean? And so, like... With that being said, uh, where what do you think is like, uh, what do you think the battle like really really lays within that? Like, if you look back over your life, at what point did you see yourself struggling with trying to keep your vision alive, but also trying to pursue the vision that God had for your life?
2: I think for me, it's a little bit different um, from your experience because, as a child, I knew who I was as a child. Mm-hmm. I knew my purpose in life and I operated in my purpose some people learn along the way some people learn later in life some people find out who they are what what they are here for their their purpose their destiny and some of us get it early Mm -hmm. like I was used in my gift to see and to know things before it happened I was always that child or that teenager or that person that was operating through the gift of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. I had discernment operating, you know, in me, I didn't know the biblical terms of it until I got into the body of Christ, but I knew that I was operating in a power that was not my own, that I didn't have control over. And the thing about me is that I loved what I was doing in life. I love the fact that people could come to me. I had this good friend, um, Tracy, that I grew up with in the projects, and I remember she used to come to me and ask me about guys that she was dating, and she'll say, what do you see about him? What do you know? And I would tell her from A to Z, and she would always come back and say, how did you know that? Because that's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what happened. And I couldn't put a, a name to how I knew, and I refused to let people call me a psychic so i just said i don't know i don't know how i know i just know you know so i fell in love with knowing that i knew things that other people didn't know didn't know and saw things that other people couldn't see and that i was able to say some things to people that helped shape their life change their life save their lives and also i've experienced a lot of pain for knowing you know because some people will get angry with me for knowing what I knew, and for speaking the things to them that they might've didn't wanna know. At first they did, but then when it happened, they got angry about it. So I knew head on. So it was never a question in my mind as to who was I, what was my goals in life? And another experience, when I was in the seventh grade, um, I remember when we used to have to go to bed at nine o'clock and my sister had a radio And I used to sneak the radio on at night and turn it down real low. And I'll never forget the first time I heard Dr. Ruth. And she was a sex doctor. Talked about sex or relationships or whatnot. And I'll never forget this night I was listening. And she was speaking with a woman on there. And the woman was talking about her boyfriend and how she felt like he was cheating and blah, blah. But before she gave all the information, I was whispering into the radio, he's doing this. He don't like, and I didn't know that how I knew those answers. Like again, I didn't have a name to put on that, but I knew right then and there that I was called to help people.
1: Hmm. I, I, um, when you speak on that, because there, there's a lot of experiences that, <laughs> that you, uh, you obviously warned, you know, warned us about, like me and my siblings about, um, well, me and Reiki. <laughs>
2: So I'm um, about to say how many siblings. Nah, because I'm thinking yeah. about Daviana McKenna, oh, yeah. too. But
1: then like they didn't grow up with us, so like mm-hmm. they're still growing up. But um, me and Ray Kid, that you warned us about, or people in our lives, or our friends, or whatever like that. You know what I mean? You were warned us about things, and it's always crazy. Like even to this day, like if you if you say you see something in this and that, and then it's just like people like
2: that secret.
1: What secret? Relationship. Yo,
2: oh, good
0: tripping.
1: <laughs> Anyways, I don't have a relationship. That's secret. I, oh, I but it's in the open? I don't have no relationship. I don't have a title on nothing. So I don't know. Oh, so you just
2: about. have a friend? That i can meet the
1: friend if you just have a friend yo what in the world but anyways that's good i don't topic. know why y'all try to that's hide things y'all it's know not i know that we try to hide things it's you just, just don't that. want me to be right that's just my scorpio side i'm private excuse me <laughs> <laughs> but anyway no like it's
0: it's crazy Leo. like
1: it's crazy like uh how like to see like my friends react like, main one, like, Jabron, it's so funny, like, every time I would tell him, or you would tell him something, he, yo, D, yo, your mom was right, like, yo, D, how your mom know that, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. or whatever, like that, but it's so funny to see that, and, you know, to, to now know that your gift, obviously, comes from God, so now that you're able to put a name to it, you know what I mean, so now you know where all that, that, uh, that wisdom and that, um, insight, you know, it comes from, but it makes me think about, um, too, like, how you stated, uh, yeah, I would answer those questions, you know, of, where I would see myself and what I wanted to be and everything like that. But it, it honestly, for me, it wasn't really until I got to a point to where I began to sit with myself Mm -hmm. and to start analyzing my life. And like people always say, if you want to know what you were put on this earth to do, Mm -hmm. look at the one thing you've always been good at in your life that you never had to question. And like for me, like it's, it's, it's the helping people as well. You know, people, Mm -hmm. it it seemed like, and it's not like trying to toot my own horn or nothing like that because I say this with all humility, but Mm -hmm. it's like, people attract to me and they it's like they tell me they start talking to me and Mm -hmm. I'm just like I didn't ask to hear this it's not that I'm like pushing you away but it's Mm -hmm. just like people just have a comfort with telling me what's going on Mm -hmm. in their lives asking for advice you know what I mean hitting me up or whatever like that and I just be like I didn't ask for it, but I realized like that was, you know, in the field, you Mm -hmm. know, that I was called into also being prophesied to as a little boy that God called me to be into the field of a pastor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so like I, I knew since a kid, like, you know, obviously with the prophecies and stuff, I just never fully allowed myself to, you know walking to that you know what i mean until i got older to a point to where you know even now i'm still learning how to walk in that you know mm-hmm. in that calling and and accepting it fully mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so like i i thank god for that but like yeah like i look back over and i just think about that you know what i mean like that's crazy to think like just if you ever feel lost mm-hmm. i want to say in a way and if you ever questioning because there's a lot of people that really it's like they don't know how to find that one thing hmm And it's just, it's there.
0: Mm -hmm. You know
1: what I mean? It's always present. You know, if you you just allow yourself to tap into it. Be
2: conscious enough and aware enough to know that I'm here for this. Right. And we have to get away from the stereotype that you either got to be a lawyer, a doctor, an attorney, I mean, a um, judge or a basketball player, you know, an actress, a rapper, a singer. If we get out of those boxes, Wait,
1: can we please say that again about the rapper and singer? Because not everybody, and I'll be cracking up because mm-hmm. my manager, she be like, bro, just because you can rap or sing doesn't mean that you need to pursue a career. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's like legit, like it's not for everybody. Everybody and a mama wanna get on the mic and spit a six A.
0: Mm-hmm. Wanna
1: get on the mic and mm-hmm. become a singer. And it's just mm-hmm. like, bro. Not everybody needs to mm-hmm. do that. Like, chill, relax. You know, let us enjoy the Beyonce's mm-hmm. of the world or the Jay-Z's or the Jay-Co's. You know what I mean? Those mm-hmm. people that I feel like, you know, not saying that we that they're not gifted to mm-hmm. be there, but like, you know what I mean? But it's just you, Yeah, it's just some that. people
2: are purposely called to fill those shoes and to fill that platform. Right. You know, you just got to know your calling. You got to know who you are and whose you are. And also, you need to know that In life, you may have some sense of direction for yourself. And later on in life, the script is switched. Uh And that's when God steps in and says that your main goal and purpose in life is to do X, Y, and Z. Uh And God will lay out the map for you to travel upon, for you to step into that body of 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 mission mm-hmm. if I can say that yeah, so that you can accomplish the things that he put in us cuz he gave us all he has given unto us all gifts and talents right and some people can be taught a talent but some people are gifted yeah. and that they are automatically born Talented,
1: yeah. That's how you look at certain people, and you mm-hmm. and you wonder, like, yo, they didn't have to work hard to do this or do or that. go to and school for yeah, it, or anything. It no one had to teach so, them. It's a yeah. natural thing because mm-hmm. that's like you saying, that's mm-hmm. who you are, right?
2: And that's how what in my life. I remember when I was in my early like twenty four when I joined the church, and I remember the prophet said to me. I was in, I was going to WC three, and I said this before, hey, but hey. but I was um transferring on, to Wayne State University, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I had just received my package in the um mail, and I remember him being there today. The I took it out the mailbox, and he said to me, "You know, God is not going to allow you to go to college because the gifts that you have, you don't you don't need no man to teach you. Don't need school to teach you. You're gonna already be." Operating And I took it offensively because I felt like, no, I'm not going to be raised up on where, I mean, raise my children up on welfare the way my mom raised me. I'm not going to sit up and be living in the projects for the rest of my life. I see something bigger for myself. And I literally thought that school would get me there. But I thank God that I didn't accept it then, but now I understand it as I continued my journey after that moment because even when I went to therapy for a couple of what a few weeks and my therapist said to me, why are you here? You don't need me you have all the answers you come in and you're teaching me And like she said to me, she's book knowledge, but I'm experienced and I have gifts that I don't need to you know to sit in a classroom to learn you know even my psych when I was in college, my teacher and I had psychology. She told me, she said, You're, I had all A's in that class. And she said, you are so gifted in this. This, is, this should be something that you pursue. And I know that I'm gifted that way, that I don't have to go to school and that I don't have to get a PhD or master's, which I don't knock anyone that goes to school. But some of us are just automatically gifted. And we're automatically talented that we don't need to spend all of our time in a classroom
1: right that's how uh, i kind of look at uh davion like that too mm-hmm. and he's very too. yeah they both like give. but davion is just it seems like he already knows what he's gonna be in mm-hmm. life you know what i mean when you look at him but uh that that brings me back to um i feel like when you talk about you know not necessarily needing you know to and I'll, everybody's path is different. Yeah, you know, we can, everybody's different. We can agree different. on that. Everybody's path is different. We Some celebrate people,
2: everybody that has right. to go to school to learn right. and to be taught, or we or to take a skill or whatnot, and we celebrate those that that's just automatically gifted in a field that they don't even need a, a degree for it. They could right. just automatically operate through it. And I have counseled and ministered and coached a lot of people that they can vouch you and say that she's qualified.
1: Right, yeah, and it and at the end of the day, it's not a a paper doesn't a piece of paper doesn't make you qualify for anything cuz anybody can get a piece of paper. You know what I mean? It's it's what do you do, you know, after you know that you get that, you know, or you know, uh but like when I look at even, you know, with my calling in life, you know, with being, you know, a pastor and and everything like that, and how you said like you don't need necessarily like you know the the universities and all the stuff like that. There's a lot of people that go to Bible college and all the stuff like that. I believe that the way God is taking me, I believe it's the way that He's got me doing it now. You know, is with the with the Bible studies, mm-hmm. with the Instagram live, with the Sunday men's Bible study group, with the minister in here and, and
2: being groomed and, and being, and being, groomed being yeah. teached and taught and taught. Mm-hmm. You know even yeah. sitting up under yeah. me and learning how to operate in the gift of mm-hmm. wisdom and knowledge and understanding and discernment because i can't teach you um like as if i was um i'm the creator of those things
1: but i can i can nurture you right yeah and that's what i think i think life is the best test for i mean life is the best teacher for anything mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think anything that you're doing in life like life is your best, is your biggest teacher because mm-hmm. you're gonna, that's where you're gonna learn. You know, you're gonna mm-hmm. have you're gonna have your bumps and your bruises and your mistakes and your falls, your ups and downs along the way. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing that you do in life and I, and I love, I love is I actually put it in uh, one of my songs, uh, take them L's and make a win.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: Davion actually said that, he said, uh, I think one day I was picking him up from school and Michaela was like, so Davion, that means you lost twice today. He said, well, I'm gonna just take them two L's and I'm gonna make it a win. Mm-hmm. And that, that really stuck with me because I'm like, yo, even him being so young, like that's so wise because mm-hmm. people take L's and they count them at loss and they counted that that's they the give end, up. Mm-hmm. you know, and they give up. But if you can take them L's and you can use them to win, make basically, you know, use them to better next time, you know, for make next time w. to better make, you mm-hmm. know, a better decision or a better choice that's what it's all about mm-hmm. and so that's how I look at life you know what I mean and it's not that we lose it's not that we are losers or whatever like that mm-hmm. no we we are overcomers and we're victorious you know mm-hmm. what I mean and we have to learn how to rise above and we have to learn how to take the test you know that life gives us and we have to learn how to apply it like when mm-hmm. uh, Joseph said at the end of everything that he had been through what the devil meant for my bad God turned it around for my good mm-hmm. you know what was meant to you know break you Or harm you or to destroy you and made you so Mm -hmm. much stronger and that's why they say what doesn't kill you it only makes you stronger you know what i mean so i i I just i don't know i just look at that and i think about that a lot you know in life Mm -hmm. about going back to the childhood and that question because it's like you some of us don't end up you know Mm where we where we were saying you know as kids or what we thought we would be but then Mm -hmm. for some people it's like they called it when they mm-hmm. were, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be this, and their whole life they pursued that, and that's what mm-hmm. they became. You know what I mean? And that's what but life
2: like. Ray Kira used to say to me when she was little. She used to say, "Ma, I'm gonna be a singer, and I'm gonna live in California."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: She and did say that. <laughs> she was saying it ever since she was a little girl, and she is that, and she do live in California. Right. But like with you and Ray Kira, like you had to gradually walk into your passion and your purpose and step on the road of destiny to where god is calling you to teach to preach to minister to be the voice in the wilderness to be an example for the young people that's coming up in your age category or even maybe younger and even to some of us older people Mm -hmm. but it's important everybody don't get it at the same time you see what i'm saying and i knew about i knew that i had to to um, cradle you or cuddle you under my wing because there was a different path after you. There mm. was a different destiny after you, a different journey after you right. that would have ruined you at an early age. Right. And so God had me to take you under my wing and to hold you under my wing until he gets his hands on you the way he wants them on you. And to he molds and makes you into this mighty man of value that you are and to this king that you really are. You need a strong hand on your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I thank God for having that discernment and that wisdom and that knowledge. Then you look at Rekia and you say, well, Rekia is on the wild side. Rekia after Rekia lived her life. Rekia, date in the summer. She ain't want a girlfriend or she may want a boyfriend. She smoked her weed. She live out loud. And that's not judging her or anything, but you're not the same people. But I I knew that when Rekia was little, I knew that Rekia's purpose and destiny and calling of her life was to sing, was to be in the music industry. And that's why when she graduated in her 12th grade year from the living room, from being homeschooled, that I allowed her, when she asked me, can she just stay home and work on her music? I knew that that's who she was. And so to deprive her from that, would be killing the dream and i didn't want to kill something that i already knew god gave me i didn't know you when you came out of my womb but the minute i set eyes on you i heard the lord start to speak to me about my children right. so i knew who you were and what you were destined to do just like god told me when you was a little over two and you went on the, when we got in the projects got I was to our apartment
1: story yesterday and the,
2: <laughs> and the dope dealers was on the side of the building and they went to say, hey, little D, and you went over there, what's up, man? And you was hitting their hand as soon as we got up on the porch. And when I put the key in the door, you looked up at me, and the Lord said to me, raise him up in the church or you will lose him as a, at an early age as his father was destroyed at an early age. And I knew right then and there that there was a force coming after you. And if I just missed that word if I just didn't take heed and I didn't listen, I would have lost you early. You see what I'm saying? So in life, we think we should have been here, there, and 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 whatever. But there are plans that's already been written. God said, I know the plans that I have for you. There, God is the author and the finisher of our faith. He have he has already written your story. You're just turning the pages. Oh, hallelujah. Thank hey, you, Jesus. Ahead, but <laughs> you just turning the pages and sometimes you want to erase what's been written but god is saying no my word should not be removed it should not return unto me void it shall accomplish and do exactly what i put in you to do and see that's the thing that we fight the most we fight the plans of god we fight his will he wants us here and there because god has a set time for everything and don't miss your timing Because sometimes you can get caught up in your emotions and your feelings and you can be mad because you ain't at a certain place at a certain time by biological clock. But God is still grooming you because there is a place that you are supposed to be in this this coming year and God wants you ready. You see what I'm saying? Because God has great things in store for you. You haven't missed the beat. You haven't missed the mark. You're just going through the process. You see what I'm saying? You're going through the making. You're going through the breaking. You're going through the fire. You see what I'm saying? And that's the part that we have to understand that our plans, like God said, my ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts. And so we got to stop trying to get God on our terms and get on the terms of God. Because he has great things in store for you. And even in my life, I had to learn that even though I was so fixated on my struggles at one time, my anger at one time, my pain at one time, my addictions, which was sex at one time or struggling with my identity and stuff, God was still calling me and he still had a bigger plan for my life. And that's why I thank God that I'm spirit led. And when God say, go, I go. When he say, move, I move. When he say, sit down, I sit down. When he say, not yet, I don't move against that. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because it's all about the plans of God. Yes, he'll let us live out our lives for a certain time. And when that time is up, it's time for you to serve the Lord.
1: Right. I was uh I was telling um, a friend of mine actually I was telling the story about how I uh gave my life back to uh Christ and I was talking about um the, the night um in 2015 when uh you know I was hanging out with two guys that you know we were supposed to go to we we're supposed to be at one place but ended up at another place and mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy how when you said all of that it puts it into perspective mm-hmm. because if we would have went to the uh the first place we were supposed to be at, then the night would have never probably ended how it was supposed to, and mm-hmm. I probably would have never gave my life to God mm-hmm. that night. And and so I was just talking about that, and, like, that's, I don't know, that just really hit me right there. But when I was thinking about that and I was talking about it, I was like, yo, we were supposed to be here, but we ended up here. And then this whole scenario played out to where I, I figured, I found out there was a, a unregistered gun in the back of my mm-hmm. truck, and then um, he pulled it out. And all this stuff was about to happen. And, and next thing I just know that I just felt like that was God saying, this is your last warning, you know, mm-hmm. with that. You know what I mean? And everything like that. And so when I when I felt that, I, I personally, I mean, I just thank God, like, that the night didn't go how, you know, uh, it, it should could've. have went. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know for certain I probably wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? None of us probably would have been here. Me, him, or the other dude would have been here. Or whatever like that, but I thank God for that. But when you talk about that, like yeah, it it is crazy how um how we want like our plans so much, you know, that we are willing to fight against the plans of God. You know what I mean? But and it's that we're like,
2: willing to sacrifice our life for it,
1: right? Nah, yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. so like when you when you when I look at that and when you think about it, like for me, it it puts a lot into perspective, and it and, and it it basically it helps me, you know, to to uh i would say in a, in a sense like uh train myself or train my mind to stay more focused on what god is doing mm-hmm. and where god is leading and everything like that because uh like you said god always has a greater
0: you know mm-hmm. a greater
1: plan and a greater purpose and a greater calling and everything like that and in a greater picture than you can ever paint for your own life you know what i mean and so when i just think about that like i said it just puts it all in perspective for me you know and you know
2: I've seen people that refuse the will of God, the plan, right. the plans of God that God had for them. And they kept going their way, their way, their way to where they didn't have anything in life. Right? They didn't complete anything, did nothing extravagant happen for them. They just lived a life of wandering, Right. lost. You see what I'm saying? And it's important that you have a plan. And sometimes your plan can only take you so far, and then God will hand over his plan because his plan will always outbeat yours, and his plan will always, plans will always be greater than yours. So I'd rather tear up my plans or shred them and take on the plans of God because I know that he has the absolute best for me, that I can't even give myself the best because I tried it. But when I started taking his plans, my life started evolving, and it started getting better, and it started blossoming and becoming more than what I was on my own itinerary.
1: Right. Yeah, that is. But um, yeah, this has been an amazing conversation. It really has Amen. been like, it really has no because it like when I feel when people when people listen to it like it it'll put like it'll put a lot. You know to where you know it needs to be and it'll you know um help people uh basically find their way find their way to answer some questions you know mm-hmm. because like we're all just trying to figure out you know like what are we here yeah, for? yeah we're all trying what to am i meant out. to do right who am i meant to serve who am i meant to be and everything mm-hmm. so we're, we're all at the end of the day i feel like we're we're trying to figure it out and i me personally i love you know having conversations you know like this yeah, and because it just, I don't know, it makes you look at a lot of things differently. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it makes you, you know, understand, you know, things more clearly as to why they had to happen or why it didn't happen, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? So I, I, I personally, I'm grateful for this conversation, and I pray that you know it does what it's supposed to do, and I believe that it will. And um, yeah, I feel I said all I have to say.
2: Yeah, and I just want to encourage the listeners to know that. When your plans have maxed out and you don't know what else to do, where to go, where to turn, all you got to do is fall on your knees and call out to the Father in Jesus' name and ask Him for His plans. And I promise you, you will get up with a new idea, a new vision, a new dream, a new purpose, a new goal, and a new destiny. So don't give up because your plans are not working. Try God. I promise you. His plans will supersede your plans. Cause in God's eyes, your plans is just too small for you. But his plans are bigger than you could ever think or ask. So be encouraged and even you, son, be encouraged. And you as well, mom. Amen. Be <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, with the with the book and with everything the too. Like just uh like even with that, like just you know, just keep letting God lead and guide you with it. You know what Amen. I mean? And I believe that it will be and I'm I'm going to speak to that Scorpio side of you. Don't try to be a perfectionist with it because I know how you are. You mm-hmm. like to make sure everything is perfect. But I believe that if you just allow yourself to just let go mm-hmm. and just let God like hear his voice as you do, mm-hmm. just let him lead you. And he's going to like lead you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You don't have to overthink it. You don't have to worry about am I overdoing it or this has to sound like, you know, like mm-hmm. I have 12 degrees. Like, no, just chill. Let God, you know, do what he has to do and just write the book.
2: Hey, amen. I I receive that son. Thank you so much because I really do. Because it's not that many people that encourages me. Mm. I have to always oh, boo, encourage myself. <laughs> no. I have to encourage myself all the time, hey, and David, God David. encourages me far and foremost. How do you say far and foremost to anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, amen. I am truly blessed, and I just say be encouraged. And know that the plans that God has for you is to not do you harm, but give you an expected ending. And before the casket closed, you would have lived a fulfilled, prosperous, and abundance life. Amen. Mm-hmm. We thank God for you listening and we hope we said something to encourage, inspire, and uplift you. God is good and trust his plans. We're
1: out. It's the naked truth, and we out.
0: I need a savior. for a savior, someone to come save my soul, I need a savior, sleepless nights, man, I've been yearning for a savior, praying peace possess my soul, cause I've been seeking and running, looking for you, it's your light and the doctor seeing me through, said I've been seeking and running, looking for you the light and the darkness seeing me through i need a savior